Hello everybody, welcome back to our Dead Sea Scrolls series. Now before we actually jump into the Dead Sea Scrolls reading that we're going to be doing, let's read some Bible first to get some context about some of the things I'm going to say here. First, let's turn to Deuteronomy chapter 17, and we're going to start in the second verse. If there is found among you within any of your towns that the Lord your God is giving you, a man or woman who does what is evil in the sight of the Lord your God in transgressing his covenant, and has gone and served other gods and worshipped them, or the sun, or the moon, or any of the host of heaven which I have forbidden, and it is told you, and you hear of it, then you shall inquire diligently, and if it is true and certain that such an abomination has been done in Israel, then you shall bring out to your gates that man or woman who has done this evil thing, and you shall stone that man or woman to death with stones. Okay, that's our first scripture reading. If you do a heckin' astrology by worshipping the sun or the moon or the stars, the punishment for that is death. And by worship, what do we mean? Well, the Lutheran understanding of worshiping something is expecting your good from it, relying on it in a way that you should rely on God. Let's look at the second reading for today from Deuteronomy chapter 18, and we are going to go ahead and start in the ninth verse. When you come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering, anyone who practices divination or tells fortunes or interprets omens, or a sorcerer or a charmer or a medium or a necromancer or one who inquires of the dead. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord, and because of these abominations the Lord your God is driving them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God, for these nations which you are about to dispossess, listen to fortune-tellers and to diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not allowed you to do this. So somebody could say, oh, I am doing astrology to tell the future. It's not worshipping the sun, the moon, or the stars, even though it, it kind of is, because I'm saying they have authority over my life and destiny. Um, no, 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 no. It's, it's just me telling the future. To which point, God says, well, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that, don't even try. That's our basis and our foundation for what we're going to get into today that I teased last week. And as we go into this next section in the Dead Sea Scrolls, it is labeled in this translation, Horoscopes or Astrological Physiognomies. Well, let's see what that means. From 4Q186, fragment number one, dot dot dot, and his thighs are long and lean, and his toes are thin and long. He is of the second column. His spirit consists of six parts in the house of light and three in the pit of darkness. And this is his birthday on which he is to be or was born, in the foot of the bull. He will be meek, and his animal is the bull. Dot, 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 and his head, dot, 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 and his cheeks are fat. His teeth are of uneven length. His fingers are thick, and his thighs are thick, and very hairy, each one. His toes are thick and short. His spirit consists of eight parts in the house of darkness, and one from the house of light. 
Now let's go over to fragment two before we break this down. Dot, 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 order. His eyes are black and glowing. His beard is dot, 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 and it is dot, dot, dot. His voice is gentle. His teeth are fine and well aligned. He is neither tall nor short, and he, dot, 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 and his fingers are thin and long, and his thighs are smooth, and the soles of his feet, dot, 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 and his toes are well aligned. His spirit consists of eight parts in the house of light of the second column, and one in the house of darkness, and this is his birthday on which he is to be or was born, dot, 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 and his animal is, dot, dot, dot. Next part, dot, 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 mixed but not too much. His eyes will be white and black. His nose will be long and beautiful. His teeth will be even. His beard will be thin but not too much so. His limbs will be smooth and between reduced and thick. Why is this a big deal? Well, first off, they're using astrological language. Their way in the Hebrew and Aramaic of these fragments of saying somebody was born in the house of x y or z constellation is to say it's in the column because that's how you would chart it you would have these columns and signs and everything and dates of when somebody was to be born so when it says here in the first fragment this is his birthday on which he is to be or was born in the foot of the bull this is a reference to the constellation taurus this is how astrologers wrote. This is the kind of thing they said. The Qumran community is saying, depending on when you were born, your body type, your physiognomy, and then your character would be determined by that birth, by those circumstances of birth. When it says his spirit consists of six parts in the house of light and three in the pit of darkness, they are taking standard astrology of their day, brought in from Greece and Babylon and from the Romans, and they are saying, let's take this and put our personal spin on it. Remember, the Qumran community was extremely deterministic. They believed that you had no choice or say in where you ended up, what you did, how you said it. All of your actions are predetermined and decreed by God from eternity past. And in addition to that, you are going to be given certain spirits in your body, in your soul, that will force you to go along a certain path. So here they're saying that a person's level of righteousness how much they're in the house of light or in the house of darkness is going to be determined by when they are born. They are taking astrology, which is a deterministic thing. Astrology really is deterministic. If you believe that the stars can tell your future, you are saying that your future is set. Your past is set. The circumstances of your birth are what's going to set your fate. Qumran, this community that is extremely deterministic, they latch onto this very enthusiastically because this is something that gives them even more credence to what they want to say, to their theology. Now, we should not be surprised that a bunch of Hebrews in the desert are doing astrology. Even after the Babylonian exile, and even after they finally let go of overt idol worship, 
while the Hellenistic influences on it led to writers like uh, Eupolemus, who was a Jewish Hellenistic writer. I mean, he claimed Abraham invented astrology. There were all sorts of copes and things to try to excuse breaking God's commandment here. That you will not be an omen reader, you will not be a diviner, you are not going to bow down to the sun, the moon, or the stars and let them have authority over you. Now we did, if you're curious about more on why astrology is a no-no, but astronomy is okay, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but there is a long-form email answer in the Very Lutheran Project SoundCloud that talks a little bit more about it. But let's keep going here. The Qumran community also, in addition to trying to say this is your character in accordance with what the stars have determined, being born in this column or this house under this constellation or that, they are also attributing physical characteristics. Now they are one-upping the astrologers. His thighs are long and lean, his toes are thin and long, he is of the second column. Okay. Aside from the weird feet thing, why on earth would we talk about somebody's body as though that were determined by the stars? Well, if you are a paranoid group, a paranoid cult in the desert that wants to be able to tell who is elect and who is not, who is a good fit for your covenant community out there in the desert in Qumran and who should not be allowed in because of bad juju or whatever, claiming that there are uh, physical characteristics associated with birth under the stars that also indicate uh, spiritual, emotional, and mental characteristics, this gives them a handy-dandy checklist to say, you're evil because of the way you look, you must have been born under the house of the bull. Or, oh, goodness gracious, you're an Aries? We don't let Aries into our covenant community. That's bad. Now, in case you don't believe me, they have other astrological writings here. But we are reading this one at a time, so let's get into their uh, brief fragment on phases of the moon. Dot, dot, dot. On the fifth day of it, the month, twelve fourteenths of the moon's surface are covered, and thus it enters the day. On the sixth day of it, thirteen fourteenths of its surface are covered, and thus it enters the day. On the seventh day of it, fourteen fourteenths of its surface are covered, and thus it enters the day vacat. On the eighth day of it, the firmament above its light is to be covered, dot dot dot, on the first of the Sabbath, Sunday, vacat. On the ninth day of it, one fourteenth portion of its surface is revealed, and thus it enters the night. On the tenth day of it, two fourteenths of its surface are revealed, and it enters the night. Vakat. On the eleventh day of it, three fourteenths of its surface are revealed, and thus it enters the night. Vakat. Now, why would they do this? Well, there is an astronomical text written in this uh, alphabet that records the phases of the moon, uh, divided into 14th of the full size of the moon, according to their 364-day solar calendar. Solar calendars are used in astrology. So, the reason you would go on a solar calendar is in order to do astrology. We're connecting some dots here. 
you want to know where the moon is because you're trying to pretend you follow the Torah, the law of Moses. That's going to fit into your festivals of the new moon or your observations of when the feast days are and everything. But at the same time, if you want a deterministic outlook on humanity, and if you want to be able to say that X, Y, or Z person is permitted or denied from our community based on their physiognomy and the circumstances of their birth, that requires astrology, which is in a solar calendar. Now we understand why we went through an entire episode of some of the most boring, dry calendar reading I've ever done in my life. But it doesn't just stop with astronomy, because astronomy is useful. Astronomy tells time for us. Astronomy gives us some really cool pictures to see. You know, it helps us navigate. Astronomy is cool. We like astronomy. But astrology is basically attributing divine power to these things and using them to justify your deterministic outlook. So then we get to where... um. There really isn't any other way of looking at this. If somebody wants to say I'm making a leap here, let's read their zodiacal calendar with a brontology on here. It's fragmentary, but you'll see dot 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 and on 13 and 14 Pisces, on 15 and 16 Aries, on 17 and 18 Taurus, and on 19 and 20 and 21 Gemini. On 22 and 23, Cancer. On 24 and 25, Leo. On 26 and 27 and 28, Virgo. On 29 and 30, Libra. Vakat. Tishri. On 1 and 2, Scorpio. On 3 and 4, Sagittarius. On 5 and 6 and 7, Capricorn. On 8 and on 13 and 14, Cancer. On 15 and 16, Leo. On 17 and 18, Virgo. On 19 and 20 and 21, Libra. On 22 and 23, Scorpio. On 24 and 25, Sagittarius. On 26 and 27 and 28, Capricorn. On 29 and 30, Aquarius. Vakat Shivat. On 1 and 2, Pisces. On 3 and 4, Aries. On 5 and 6 and 7, Taurus. On 8 and 9, Gemini. On 10 and 11, Cancer. On 12 and 13 and 14, Leo. On 15 and 16, Virgo. On 17 and 18, Libra. On 19 and 20 and 21, Scorpio. On 22 and 23, Sagittarius. On 24 and 25, Capricorn. On 26 and 27 and 28, Aquarius. On 29 and 30, Pisces Vacat. Adar. On 1 and 2, Aries. On 3 and 4, Taurus. On 5 and 6 and 7, Gemini. On 8 and 9, Cancer. On 10 and 11, Leo. On 12 and 13 and 14, Virgo. On 15 and 16, Libra. And on 17 and on 18, Scorpio. On 19 and 20 and 21, Sagittarius. On 22 and 23, Capricorn. On 24 and 25, Aquarius. On 26 and 27 and 28, Pisces. On 29 and 30, Aries. Vakat. If in Taurus it thunders, dot, 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 and hard labor for the country and sword in the court of the king and in the country of, dot, 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 to the Arabs, dot, 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 starvation, and they will pillage one another, dot, 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 vakat. If in Gemini it thunders, terror and affliction will be brought by strangers and by, dot, dot, dot. Now that's it for this fragment. And at first you hear all these days and these, uh, these constellations here, and you hear maybe you've heard of some of these words that sound like they are months on the Hebrew calendar, like Adar or Tishri. 
And we're looking at that going, okay, so due to Greek influence, they're using the astronomical signs uh, just to help clear up the calendar and know when stuff is. After all, it's a solar calendar, sure, but they're trying to clean it up and they're trying to make sure it is a 100% sure thing that you can look up into the sky, into the night sky, and determine, like, what day it is. But then you get to the next part and all of the charitable words we could say about this disappear because it turns into a brontologion. Now, what is a brontologion? It is a manual for divination. If in Taurus it thunders, dot, 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 and hard labor for the country and sword in the court of the king and in the country of dot, dot, dot to the Arabs, starvation, and they will pillage one another. So if this, if something happens in the house of Taurus, uh, therefore we're going to have a hard time. Vakat. If in Gemini it thunders, terror and affliction will be brought by strangers and by dot dot dot. If this happens under this uh, constellation, if, if it thunders, then terrible things are happening. Here is how to read your omen. We just love God's law that says don't do this. And don't even try to say. None of us can say, oh, they were just collecting all sorts of random scrolls. Of course they weren't just collecting random scrolls. This is a product of the Qumran community who was obsessed with starting a new calendar and aligning it to the Old Testament because they wanted to do astrology. The same way they were obsessed with wanting their own temple in Jerusalem so they could fill it up with idols to a bunch of foreign gods. Claiming, of course, oh, of course, they worship the true God only. Now, the sickening thing about this is they don't even try to justify it. Here's from the Order of Divine Office here. It's a tiny little fragment that comes out. And uh, it appears to be some sort of, um, oh, close to a lectionary. Something like a lectionary for them to use for what prayers or what liturgy they're using on a given day. Uh, on the eighth day of it, the month at night, eight songs and forty dot 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 words of praise, and during the day, fragmentary dot 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 songs and sixteen words of praise, and on the ninth day of it at night, eight songs and forty-two words of praise, and during the day, dot 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 songs, and dot 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 words of praise, and on the tenth day of it at night, eight songs and dot 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 words of praise, and during the day, dot 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 songs and twenty words of praise. Uh, for people who are just jumping in to the Dead Sea Scrolls series, whenever I say dot dot dot, that just means the text is fragmentary, it is illegible. My apologies. But keep in mind here, this sounds benign. Oh, on this day, this is what you're supposed to do. On that day, that's what you're supposed to do. Let's use the constellations here and use them to help us form our lectionary. So we worship correctly on the correct days according to the church season, supposedly, so to speak. While at the same time, on the down low, they're saying, yeah, but also these stars are going to help you understand like whether somebody's evil if they're coming in or whether they're really in the house of light or maybe they're somewhere in between... Um, Remember, this guy can't help it, so he might be kind of like an animal we'll have to kill at some point. And uh, did you see the constellations? Did you see uh, where the thunder was coming from and where it was under? Because that's going to tell us a lot about how things are going to go. Yeah, that's evil. 
and they're not even addressing it. In certain other practices of the Dead Sea Scrolls community, of the Qumran guys out there, they do make a half-hearted attempt at saying that what they believe and what they're doing is kind of biblical. But with astrology here, with the blatant disregard and disobedience of God's holy commandments in Deuteronomy, uh, they just kind of uh, just roll with it. And so we get to the words of the heavenly lights, which is one of these liturgies here that they would have said on a specific day as determined by their uh, wonderful astrological calendar. Amen. Amen. We pray thee, O Lord, do in accordance with thyself, in accordance with the greatness of thy might, thou who didst pardon our fathers when they rebelled against thy saying, you wert angry with them so as to wish to destroy them, but because of thy love for them and for the sake of thy covenant, for Moses had atoned for their sin, and in order that thy great might and the abundance of thy mercy might be known to everlasting generations, thou didst take pity on them. So let thine anger and wrath against all their sin turn away from thy people Israel. Remember thy marvels which thou didst for the poor of the nations, for we were called by thy name, dot, 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 to cause us to repent with all our heart and soul, and to plant thy law in our heart, that we might never depart from it, straying neither to right nor to left. For thou wilt heal us of foolishness and of blindness and of confusion of heart. Dot, dot, dot. Behold, we were sold because of our iniquities, but despite our offenses thou didst call us. Dot, dot, dot. Thou wilt save us from sinning against thee. Dot, dot, dot. And to make us understand the testimonies. Dot, dot, dot. Now, after reading this fragment, I gotta ask you, when they say, thou wilt save us from sinning against thee, after everything we've read thus far, this is part number 14 of this whole Dead Sea Scrolls series, we see a lot of sin. We see a lot of flagrant disobedience of God's word of everything that he commanded his people to do. They were under the old covenant. These were the laws that they were commanded to obey, and here they are not obeying them. I wonder, and maybe this is a little speculation on my part, I wonder if they adopted determinism as a safeguard. If they said, well, yeah, we're doing all this bad stuff, but if it's really bad, if it's really sinful, I mean, we're praying to God to have us not sin, to force us to not sin, for him to... Uh, configure and jigger everything up to make sure that we are perfect and sinless according to the good or bad spirit that he put in us. So let him take care of it, but we're going to do what we want in the meantime. That's a little bit what that sounds like. They're not careful to not sin. They're careful to do what they want, but then say, well, God will clear this up on the back end. Dear God, please protect me from sinning against you. Because after all, you are the one that declares everything. <laughs> okay, thanks. Amen. Let's keep reading. Behold, all the nations are as nothing beside thee. They are counted as void and naught before thee. We have called on thy name alone. Thou hast created us for thy glory and made us thy children in the sight of all the nations. For thou hast named Israel my son, my firstborn, and hast chastised us as a man chastises his sons. Thou hast brought us up throughout the years of our generations by means of evil diseases, famine, thirst, pestilence, and the sword, dot, 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 of thy covenant. 
Because thou hast chosen us from all the earth to be thy people, therefore hast thou poured out thine anger and jealousy upon us in all the fury of thy wrath. Thou hast caused the scourge of thy plagues to cleave to us, of which Moses wrote, and thy servants the prophets, that thou wouldst send evil against us in the last days. Dot, dot, dot. Thy dwelling place, dot, 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 a resting place in Jerusalem, the city which thou hast chosen from all the earth, that thy name might remain there forever. For thou hast loved Israel above all the peoples. Thou hast chosen the tribe of Judah, and hast established thy covenant with David, that he might be as a princely shepherd over thy people, and sit before thee on the throne of Israel forever. All the nations have seen thy glory. Thou who hast sanctified thyself in the midst of thy people, Israel, they brought their offering to thy great name, silver and gold and precious stones, together with all the treasures of their lands, that they might glorify thy people in Zion, thy holy city, and the house of thy majesty. And there was neither adversary nor misfortune, but peace and blessing, dot, dot, dot. And they ate and were satisfied and grew fat, dot, dot, dot. Next segment here. They forsook the fount of living waters, dot, 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 and served a strange god in their land. Also their land was ravaged by their enemies, for thy fury and the heat of thy wrath overflowed in the fire of thy jealousy, making of it a desert where no man could go and return. Yet notwithstanding all this, thou didst not reject the seed of Jacob, neither didst thou cast away Israel to destruction, breaking thy covenant with them. For thou alone art a living God, and there is none besides thee. Thou didst remember thy covenant, thou who didst rescue us in the presence of all the nations, and didst not forsake us amid the nations. Thou wert gracious toward thy people, Israel, in all the lands to which thou didst banish them, that they might remember to return to thee and to hearken to thy voice according to all thou hast commanded by the hand of Moses thy servant. For thou hast shed thy Holy Spirit upon us, bringing upon us thy blessings, that we might seek thee in our distress, and whisper prayers in the ordeal of thy chastisement. We have entered into distress, and have been stricken and tried by the fury of the oppressor. For we also have tired God with our iniquity, we have wearied the rock with our sins. But in order that we may profit, thou hast not wearied us, who leadest us in the way in which we must walk, but we have not heeded. Dot, dot, dot. Thou hast taken away all our transgressions, and hast purified us of our sin for thine own sake. Thine, thine is righteousness, O Lord, for it is thou who hast done all this. Now on the day when our heart is humbled, we expiate our iniquity and the iniquity of our fathers, together with our unfaithfulness and rebellion. We have not rejected thy trials and scourges. Our soul has not despised them to the point of breaking thy covenant, despite all the distress of our soul. For thou who hast sent our enemies against us, strengthenest our heart, that we may recount thy mighty deeds to everlasting generations. We pray thee, O Lord, since thou workest marvels from everlasting to everlasting, to let thine anger and wrath retreat from us. Look on our affliction and trouble and distress, and deliver thy people Israel from all the lands, near and far, to which thou hast banished them. Every man who is inscribed in the book of life, dot, 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 serve thee and give thanks to thy holy name, dot, 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 from those who vex them, dot, 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 who deliverest us from all distress. Amen. Amen. And I know, I know, I know. I end every single one of these recordings these days with amen and amen, but that's Qumran saying it here, not me, so we're going to keep going.
In addition to this, at the last fragment of the words of the heavenly lights here, at the tag end of that scroll, it says, Hymns for the Sabbath Day. Give thanks, dot, dot, dot. Bless his holy name always, dot, dot, dot. All the angels of the holy firmament, dot, dot, dot. Above the heavens, the earth, and all its deep places, the great abyss and Abaddon, and the waters and all that is in them. Let all his creatures bless him always for everlasting ages. Amen, amen, dot, dot, dot. Bless his holy name, sing to God. Blessed be the God who has given us rest. Amen, amen. Prayer on the fourth day, remember, O Lord. We know these through thy Holy Spirit, which thou hast granted us, have mercy on us, and remember us not for the iniquities of the men of old and all their evil dealings, nor their stiff necks. Thou redeem us, and pray, forgive our iniquities and our sins. Remember, pray, that we are thy people, and that thou hast carried us marvelously on the wings of eagles, and hast brought us towards thee. And like an eagle which rouses its nestlings and hovers over its young, spreads out its wings, takes one, and carries it on its pinions, so we dwell apart and are not reckoned among the nations. And dot dot dot, thou art in our midst in the pillar of fire and the cloud of thy holiness walking before us, and as it were thy glory in our midst, dot dot dot. Remember, O Lord, that dot dot dot, thou hast fashioned Adam, our father, in the likeness of thy glory. Thou didst breathe a breath of life into his nostrils, and with understanding, knowledge, thou didst give him dot dot dot, Thou didst make him to rule over the Garden of Eden, which thou didst plant, dot, 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 and to walk in the land of glory, dot, 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 he guarded. And thou didst enjoin him not to stray, dot, 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 he is flesh, and to dust he will return, dot, 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 and thou, thou knowest for everlasting generations, dot, 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 a living God in thy hand, dot, 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 man in the ways of, dot, 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 to fill the earth with violence and to shed innocent blood." You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Isaiah 29, verse 13. And the Lord said, Because this people draw near with their mouth and honor me with their lips while their hearts are far from me, and their fear of me is a commandment taught by men, therefore behold, I will again do wonderful things with this people with wonder upon wonder, and the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the discernment of their discerning men shall be hidden. I'm going to go ahead and say that this happened to the Qumran community. They honored God with their lips, but their hearts were far from him. So what did God do? He stowed away all of their crap, all of their stuff, all the discernment of their oh-so-wise and learned elders and the, the teacher of righteousness that we hear so much from the cottage industry surrounding the Dead Sea Scrolls. God made sure that not only did this community disappear and die out, but none of their stuff was found for just about 2,000 years. They were in obscurity. All of their dreams crushed. All of their goals and their theology gone. This proto-cult, this ur-cult, this blueprint for cults that came after it, this Qumran community, they went out of their way to mutilate the faith. They went out of their way to do seemingly everything that God hates 
and occasionally talk about why it was okay, but in the case of their astrology, to just do it willy-nilly and figure that God was going to approve of them, and they used this astrology to help them pick the days that they would sing nearly biblically sound hymns to God, saying, Our people sinned and went after other gods, and you punished us, but we rely upon your mercy. While they say that, they are worshiping other gods and making idols for them. While they say that, they are explicitly disobeying God's commandment regarding astrology. While they are saying this and praising God and loving his law, they are on the back end translating, quote-unquote, the Bible in such a way that they can just um, remix it. Take things away from God's word and add to God's word and say that we are okay. Everything reflects what we want to do. How else is God going to respond but to make sure that this group goes extinct? Disappears for 2,000 years. I honestly think that's what happened to them. That's why it happened to them. And the irony is this happened in the Bible, this exact same sort of thing. From Ezekiel chapter 8, let's go ahead and read from verse 7 onwards. He brought me to the entrance of the court, and when I looked, behold, there was a hole in the wall. Then he said to me, Son of man, dig in the wall. So I dug in the wall, and behold, there was an entrance. And he said to me, Go in, and see the vile abominations that they are committing there. So I went in and saw, and there engraved on the wall all around was every form of creeping things and loathsome beasts and all the idols of the house of Israel. And before them stood seventy men of the elders of the house of Israel, with Jazaniah the son of Shaphan standing among them. Each had his censer in his hand, and the smoke of the cloud of incense went up. Then he said to me, Son of man, have you seen what the elders of the house of Israel are doing in the dark, each in his room of pictures? For they say, The Lord does not see us, the Lord has forsaken the land. He said also to me, You will see still greater abominations that they commit. Then he brought me to the entrance of the north gate of the house of the Lord, and behold, there sat women weeping for Tammuz. That's a false god, by the way. Then he said to me, Have you seen this, O son of man? You will see still greater abominations than these. And he brought me into the inner court of the house of the Lord, and behold, at the entrance of the temple of the Lord, between the porch and the altar, were about twenty-five men, with their backs to the temple of the Lord, and their faces toward the east, worshipping the sun toward the east. Then he said to me, Have you seen this, O son of man? Is it too light a thing for the house of Judah to commit the abominations that they commit here, that they should fill the land with violence and provoke me still further to anger? Behold, they put the branch to their nose. Therefore I will act in wrath. My eye will not spare, nor will I have pity. And though they cry in my ears with a loud voice, I will not hear them. So these people were engaging in idolatry, worship of other gods, and, yes, worship of a heavenly body, most likely for the purpose of astrology. And the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Qumran community, they say, oh boy, that's great, we should do that, but we're going to say sorry about it in our worship services so that God isn't mad at us, and he'll keep us from sinning. 
but in the meantime, we're going to do astrology and we're going to honor these other gods and we're, we're also going to have idols. Now, God punished the house of Judah by bringing them into exile. And all those people who hated God, who were doing all these vile, wicked things in his temple, they disappeared. Their lines were gone. They were just gone. So is the Qumran community. Bet you a dollar that's what happened. Amen and amen.